Hello, and welcome to Urban Contemplative's Mindful Moment Podcast. I'm your host and the founder of Urban Contemplative's, Eric Barnhart. We begin each episode with a few moments of guided contemplation through rest, music, scripture, and meditation. Most episodes will also feature highlights from conversations with fellow contemplatives. This episode features my conversation with Assistant Formation Director of the Third Order of the Society of St. Francis, Lance Renault. New episodes premiere weekly on Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, so hit subscribe on your podcast player of choice and join us each week for another Mindful Moment. Now I suggest you take a few seconds, or pause the episode if you need to, and get settled into a quiet location. Turn off any other distractions, like music or TV, or notifications on your phone or watch. Go ahead and do that now. Let's begin now by taking a deep breath or two and relaxing for a few minutes. This can help us lessen any urban noise inside us and around us so that God's voice can become more distinct. Feel free to close your eyes or keep them open. Sit, kneel, or stand, whatever is most comfortable for you. Let's open our minds. Let's open our hearts. And let's go listening for God together.
Now that we've had a chance to settle in a bit, we're going to begin a moment of contemplative prayer. First, I'll read a short text to get our minds engaged with a topic or theme. After that, I'll invite us to pray. Before we pray, I'll suggest a word or phrase that we can repeat to ourselves as part of that prayer. As our focus begins to center on that word or phrase, we listen inwardly and see what God might have to say. It may be a little, it may be a lot. There's no metric here other than if you're doing it, then you're doing it right. Our texts today are several short quotes on the topic of friends and enemies. First, by Oscar Wilde. Always forgive your enemies. Nothing annoys them so much. Second, by Abraham Lincoln. Do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends? And finally, G.K. Chesterton. The Bible tells us to love our neighbors and also to love our enemies, probably because generally they are the same people. Let's continue now in prayer, centering ourselves first on the word enemy. Let's pray. Let's reorient our prayer now, centering ourselves this time on the word friend. Let's pray.
I'd like to conclude our time in contemplation now by sharing a passage from a sermon entitled Loving Your Enemies by Martin Luther King Jr. Now, there is a final reason I think that Jesus says, Love your enemies. It is this that love has within it a redemptive power, and there is a power there that eventually transforms individuals. Just keep being friendly to that person. Just keep loving them, and they can't stand it too long. Oh, they react in many ways in the beginning. They react with guilt feelings, and sometimes they'll hate you a little more at that transition period. But just keep loving them. And by the power of your love, they will break down under the load. That's love, you see. It is redemptive, and this is why Jesus says love. There's something about love that builds up and is creative. There is something about hate that tears down and is destructive. So love your enemies. Our conversation today is with Assistant Formation Director of the Third Order of the Society of St. Francis, Lance Renault. A native of California, Lance held positions with various international relief and development organizations in the Philippines and the U.S. Over the years, he discovered a gift for teaching Bible and Christian book studies in Presbyterian and Anglican churches. Lance joined the Third Order in 2003 and is an active member of the prayer team at the Village Church, an Anglican church in Greenville, South Carolina. Well, brother, it's so good to have you as part of the Mindful Moment series. Well, I'll tell you, I have been, I have been enjoying your Mindful Moment so much, and uh, it's really it's a, it's a highlight of uh, each Sunday. I guess essentially what I have to say are, are, are reflections on the, on the crisis of the moment. And one of the questions I have is, where is the church in all of this? I haven't seen much of a church presence. Uh, some, yes, an awful lot, no. And um, I think that too many of our church communities are still single focused on the presentation of the gospel. But then the question is, okay, well, what is the gospel? And for me, it's a, it's, it's a living, organic, holistic understanding of why Jesus came to earth and what his message was all about. And I, I had was making some comments just recently with someone from my church and says, and, and the response was, well, Lance, you have to be careful of the social gospel. And I'm saying to myself, there is no social gospel. There's only one gospel. And that's the, that's the gospel that Jesus Christ brought to us, which is grounded in love. And uh, it's all about uh, putting on his presence. Um, time and again in, 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 
particularly in Paul's epistles, he talks about being in Christ, in Christ. He's the only one that does that. And he repeats it time and again. And essentially, to me, it says being in union with Christ, which is setting aside self and letting his presence reign within us. And that's really putting on kind of a, what I would call a seamless garment uh, of the gospel. And it includes every thought, word, and action on our part, uh, all reflecting his presence and what he would, what he would do and what he should do and can do through us. And so I'm saying, I'm not sure that enough of our churches, the institutional church, um, understands that holistic uh, approach to being able to be a witness for, for the gospel. And then I ask myself, okay, Lance, what are, what are you doing? Uh, in in this time of, of crisis. And it's a very unpleasant self-examination that here I am, an old white guy, and um, reflecting on what's going and not being an active part of it yet. And uh, for example, a couple of days ago, we, we had a significant march down Main Street by people uh, uh, protesting peacefully on um, what's going on in the country and, and, and essentially how our black brothers and sisters have suffered through the generations and through the through centuries. I've just looked at some very disturbing statistics on the level of incarceration of black people, which is about five times greater, maybe more than that, than than whites and it's very very disturbing and uh, it's time that people like me stand up and be heard and move into solidarity so we had the march and i wasn't in it and i missed it and uh, i'm just terribly sorry i missed it that i couldn't be there in solidarity with my black brothers and sisters I'm hoping that this whole uh, crisis that we are in, and it is a crisis, um, will ultimately be a wake-up call to uh, the church in the United States, as well as everybody who uh, has held um, their black brothers and sisters at a distance instead of joining arms with them in whatever manner to uh, support them and love them and further their cause. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to find out more, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Urban Contemplatives or by following the links on our website, urbancontemplatives.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Urban Contemplatives, please be sure to let us know by writing a review and subscribing to our podcast. New episodes premiere each Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, have a great week, and see you next time for another episode of Urban Contemplative's Mindful Moment.